What's up and welcome to the Mong Anime Experience. I'm your host Gustav and today we'll be talking One Piece theories. Now, there's many theories that have been discussed on Reddit and just on the internet and social media, uh, YouTube, anything really, um, about certain things and I, I would like to chime in on them and read them and, you know, uh, have a discussion as to how likely I feel the potential of these theories coming true would be on a scale from 1 to 10. Now, that being said, I'm going to jump jump right in. Now, the first theory I want to discuss is the possibility of Usopp dying. Now, I'm going to go off of what this one person on Reddit is saying. I'm going to read you the theory, and I'm also going to discuss what other bits and pieces that I've heard that could support this theory poss- possibly being true. Now, Luffy wants to be the king of the pirates, but he would never want to be king if it ever came down to the point where he would say, how could I be king if I can't protect my own Nakama? Here's what I mean. Usopp's dream is to become a brave warrior of the sea, and how do tales of warriors end? They die in battle or in sacrifice, which is how the tale gets passed down. Think about it. Usopp has always been a coward who runs. His tale will be passed down as a brave warrior of the sea when he stops running. I want to say that this theory is irrelevant and stupid, but I thought about it so hard that I started crying. Now, to back up... uh. What this person is saying with somebody else's theory that is similar along the lines is the fact that every other Straw Hat member of the original, I think five, um, every other Straw Hat member has a concrete goal. Um, Nami wants to, you know, be the greatest, you know, navigator or, you know, you know what I'm saying. And then freaking Zoro wants to be the greatest swordsman. Sanji wants to find the all blue. Usopp wants to be a brave warrior of the sea. That's not a very concrete goal, and I can definitely see um, the possibility of him dying because of the fact that, you know, one, the moment, like, let's say the moment he does step up to be a quote-unquote brave warrior, that's the moment he dies. I feel like if there's a point where that does come true, I feel like this will make... um, Usopp, one of the most unforgettable characters in all of anime, because of the fact that he spent this whole, you know, journey cowering and running away in fear because he's just scared and weak. He knows he's weak. You know what I'm saying? All he got is a slingshot. You know what I'm saying? He got two years of practice on that island. But what really did he what did he really do? What did he really accomplish? You know what I'm saying? Yes, he's figured out that he can use observation hockey and maybe he's not aware of it. But I don't know. I uh I think that this the possibility of this coming true would be anywhere from like a 6 to an 8, you know, uh on the scale of 1 to 10. I just I I love Usopp. Like I don't want him to die. I don't want any of the straw hats to die. It's just the fact that you know, he's got a less of a concrete goal than everybody else. And granted, maybe that's not the point. Maybe he does become a brave warrior of the sea and somebody else dies or maybe they don't die. I don't know. The point is, Usopp, seeing Usopp, you know, becoming a, a martyr for the cause is something I can see happening. Another thing I wanted to mention is the fact that I don't have all the details, obviously, but I've seen it uh, in a video saying that everything Usopp told to Tukaya um, has come true, come to fruition. Every single thing, every little story he explained to her that was out of like crazy context and just, just was just insane has come true for him so far. 
not all the stories, of course, but I feel like all the stories that he's come with, come up with are kind of like a foreshadow, uh, foreshadowing of what's to come and what's to happen to the crew, you know? Um, which I think it's crazy. Just, you know, I, I, I don't, I'll do it at the end, obviously, but appreciate Ichiro Oda at just, just at how much attention to detail he has in this, in this, in this work that he's created for this past 20 years. Um, and that's pretty much it on the Usopp one. I'm going to go ahead and skip to, not skip. I'm going to go ahead and start on the next one, which is Zoro being from Wano. Zoro's origin, you know, because, uh, the fact that is that, we haven't really got Zoro's backstory, if we think about it. You know, that is the backstory, technically. That's how he found his his passion for how he wanted... The reason he wanted to become the, the world's strongest swordsman. But it shows nothing about Zoro, who his parents were, how he grew up besides being in that dojo. You know, um, the time he spent, you know, before he became became a straw hat, the first straw hat. So I don't know. I just uh, I'm going to read you the theory and then, uh, you know, uh, have a discussion about it. Shimotsuki Zoro. Roro Noah Zoro's past has been very much kept under the covers by Ichiro Oda. Although we are told that he's from East Blue, there's also the fact that Oda clearly said that a vessel left Wano 50 years ago and arrived in East Blue. With Kushido having the same symbol on his outfit as those seen in Hakumai, it is possible that he, along with Zoro, is from Wano country. Roronoa Zoro is speculated to be a member of the Shimotsuki clan of Wano, one of the Daimo families of Wano. Who exactly is his father, or what connection he bears to Yasu or Ishimaru isn't known, but we'll likely find out soon enough. I feel like the probability of something like this coming to fruition is at an 8.5 to 9. I wouldn't even consider it 8.5. I'm just saying that to be nice because I know other people will probably argue with me. But I think it's a 9 out of 10. Because of the fact that if we look back at both who the strongest straw, straw hats in the crew are and their backstories, uh, let's keep in mind the strongest three are obviously Zoro, Luffy, and Sanji, right? Now, Luffy had two backstories. Sanji had two backstories. Zoro, so far, is the only one who still has one. Now, I'm not saying it is supposed to be that way, that they're all, that these peop- these characters are supposed to have multiple backstories just because another one does. But, Oda ties in most of his things for a reason. And he does things for a reason. Therefore, I feel like it's only fair and true Not true. It's only fair that I feel and sit here and think that Zoro can have the possibility of being from Wano. You know, also the fact that going back to Sanji's second backstory, Sanji, you know, the first backstory, it was just just on how, you know, he found himself in the East Blue. But he's, I think, from the North Blue, if I'm, if I'm, I don't know if I'm fully correct on that. But, you know, obviously, y'all will correct me, probably, you know, fucking One Piece fans. Um but yeah, literally, I think that if you think about Sanji's backstory, his first one was just how he got to how he ended up in the East Blue. But like I said, I feel I think he's from the North Blue because that's where the you know his Vince Smoke lineage is from. You know, so if they're to they did an arc specifically for Sanji, and they did an arc specifically for Luffy, 
Luffy being Marine Ford and Pell Down. And then Sanji's was uh, Whole Cake. So I, I feel like Wano being such a big deal that it is, I feel like the truth of Zoro's origin will come to light. And I feel like it's only fair that it be true that Zoro is from Wano, seeing as two, he's such an amazing swordsman. One, two, he was gifted Ryuma's sword by Ryuma himself. Like one of the, if not the strongest swordsman in his time slash all time. So I feel my speculation is somewhat justified in this sense. You know, um, I am not going to talk too much on a theory that doesn't have very much evidence because of the fact that I feel like those theories are just, you know, for shits and giggles. You know, this is a, a more serious theory, I guess, discussion for myself. Um, but yeah, I feel on a scale of one to 10, it's a straight nine for me. And I feel like the possibility of him being from Wano or his lineage, origin, whatever, is almost 90% coming to fruition. Moving on from that, the next theory is that Trafalgar Law will die. Now, Oda rarely ever introduces things and never follows up on them. During the Dressrosa arc, Oda revealed the secrets of the Op Openomi and told us that the preennial youth surgery could grant immortality in exchange for the life of the user. At Wano, many believe that Trafalgar Law will fall and end up using the immortality surgery on someone. Law's death has been foreshadowed many times, and although he's a fan favorite, having main characters die adds a good twist when there's a significant reason behind it. Now, the odds of this coming to fruition for me, I feel like could be a good 5 to 6 out of 10. I say that because I'm half and half on it, you know. I would be distraught but relieved if Law died. I say that because I really love his character, but at the same time, I would rather him than any one of the Straw Hats. So, I mean, I don't want to be an ass, but that's just how I feel. Um, I love Law, like I said, you know. But yeah, I feel like it's a 5 to 6 out of 10. But also, the them saying in Wano, you know, he could fall and end up, you know, using the immortality on someone. I don't think, I feel like he wouldn't use it on someone. I think he would use it against someone. And I'd feel that that would be using it against Kaido. So, because of the fact that Kaido is quote-unquote invincible, impenetrable, you know what I'm saying? But now as we've seen, Luffy is fucking him up. Uh, Zoro actually cut him. So I don't know if it'll necessarily be a thing for Law to have to use it against Kaido. Maybe he'll have to use it against Big Mom. Or maybe he'll use it to support Luffy. But I feel like making Luffy immortal would just, I guess, in a way, not really be part of the narrative for me. I don't know. I just don't see it slash don't really care for it, you know? Um but yeah, you know, that's my verdict on that theory. My theory, again, my verdict on it is, again, a 5 at, or 6 out of 10 uh, out of the possibility of fruition, coming to fruition. The next one that I want to discuss is the possibility of Blackbeard being three people. During the Marine Ford arc, Blackbeard turned the world on its head by using two different devil fruit powers, a feat that was supposed to be impossible. One popular fan theory suggests that Blackbeard pulls this off because he has a condition known as fetus in fetu, and that he has two siblings inside him. 
Evidence supporting this theory include how Luffy and Zoro mention during the Jaya arc that Blackbeard is possibly more than one guy. During the Marineford arc, Marco also mentions that Blackbeard's body is unique. Finally, his Jolly Roger has three skulls, a design that is similar to a two-headed Jolly Roger belonging to the pirate twins, the Decalvan brothers. Fuck. All this points to Blackbeard being a genetic chimera. Now, again, all that is pretty convincing to me. You know, also the fact that, you know, them mentioning in, uh, I think Shanks and Buggy were talking about it at some point, mentioning that there was this one party that lasted three days and three nights, right? Uh, When Roger was alive and Blackbeard, or I don't know if it was Roger. I don't know. The point is Shanks and Buggy saw Blackbeard, right? And saw that he hadn't slept for three whole nights or even slept at all. From all they could remember, he doesn't sleep, you know? So, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with it because of the fact like if he doesn't sleep, I feel like one body takes over or one one sibling takes over each time, you know, they just take turns shifting in and out of power or possession of the body, right? Also, the fact that when Blackbeard is shown in different scenes, he's got different missing teeth. Like, there's three different Blackbeards. A Blackbeard with a full a full uh, set of teeth, full smile. Then you got a Blackbeard with four missing teeth. Then you got a Blackbeard with three missing teeth. So, I feel like that's not something you'd look over. Because of the fact that, again, Ichida Oda doesn't do anything for no reason, you know? Or as of late, as of this whole series, Ichida Oda is not the kind of person, not the kind of author, creator, that would do something and just leave it for the fun of it. You know, there are times where he does slip up, but I feel like this is not one of them. This is just too good to not be true, you know? Uh, My... My uh, my rating on that one would be a 9 out of 10, too, because of the fact that I feel like it's very, very strong, strongly possible for it to come to fruition and be a possibility in the series. I feel it's literally, it's going to happen, you know? Now, the final theory that I will be discussing in today's podcast, I have many more theories that I want to discuss, but those will be for a later date, is the Inherited Will Theory by Ashida Kingfisher. The inherited will theory is by far one of the most popular One Piece fan theories. It explains that One Piece is a project developed by the ancient kingdom that involves using the ancient weapons to destroy the Red Line. Theoretically, this would unite the Grand Line, the Calm Belt, and all four blues into one ocean. Furthermore, this would also create the legendary All Blue. In Chapter 610, the mermaid Madame Charlie has a vision predicting that Luffy would destroy Fishman Island. This also correlates with the theory because destroying the Red Line would also destroy Fishman Island. However, this also means that its inhabitants would finally move to the surface, effectively ushering a new era of coexistence between humans, fishmen, and merfolk. Now, out of all the One Piece theories that I've ever read, this one seems the most likely to come true because of everything that's just, you know, I've looked into this, like, in detail, obviously, I don't have all the details with me right now with y'all to speak on them, but I wanted to say that literally this one is a 10 out of 10 for me because 
It's just, like I said, each order doesn't leave anything out for any reason. Therefore, I feel like someone who has been paying attention, as close attention as this guy, Ashida Kingfisher, um, person was paying attention to the point to where they literally picked up on all these clues. And I feel like, you know, Oda literally does this to us on purpose. So I feel like the possibility of this being it is literally 100% for me because I can't see it any other way now. I feel like this brings everything full circle, you know? And I, I just feel like it's, you know, I feel like, you know, how Roger, you know, the way Roger left and the way right Whitebeard went out, you know what I'm saying? You know, obviously they're friends and they talked and obviously it'll probably come out later on that, you know, Roger did end up telling Whitebeard about the One Piece, which he did, you know, and therefore that's why when Whitebeard went out, he said and further you know, pushed the idea of a great pirate era, you know, that the One Piece exists. So I feel, and he said, you're not, he told Blackbeard, you're not the man that Roger is waiting for. You know, that's another clue. Someone, another another small theory is saying that Luffy meets Roger on, finally meets Roger on the moon. I don't know. That one seems a little too far-fetched, seen as to NL is the only person to be recorded to have gone to the moon. Um. I really hope NL comes back. Um, he's a he's a pretty good antagonist, and I feel like he could cause some problem, if not be a protagonist, you know, in the end. Um, but yeah, I feel like this theory is the number one theory. I don't think that the One Piece is a physical piece of treasure. Yeah, maybe the all the world's riches, it means by literally having them all at your doorstep in the sense of you don't have to go through the red line. You don't have to go through the grand line. You don't have to, you know, uh, go through all this hassle just to get to one Island or, or the next, you know, it'll all be under one sky under, you know, all in one. It's the all blue, you know? Um, anyways. Yeah. I, uh, if you made it this far, I really do appreciate you. Um, and yeah, uh, I think I'm going to do some more of these theories uh, because I really enjoy it. I really just enjoy discussing and having conversation about this. Obviously, y'all are not talking back. Eventually, I will probably have somebody on here that loves One Piece as much as I do. But for the time being, it is just me. Uh, I, again, I appreciate you if you made it this far. And as always, deuces.